Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Welcome back. I'm your host, Kristen, and I'm with Cindy and Amber. Hello. Hello. And today we are talking about choosing a pet or like your family pet, deciding on whether or not to get a pet or what kind of pet or even like breed specifics. Um, it's uh, this week or well, actually on Sunday, upcoming Sunday is National Adopt-A-Pet Day. And so we thought this would be a fun topic to discuss as we are uh, animal lovers ourselves. And I'm sure that there are a lot of you out there who are also animal lovers and can relate to having to choose a pet and um, also sometimes just going choice of a pet. Right. And sometimes just impulsively adopting a pet. (laughs) Uh You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Not every single one of my pets was an impulse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say same. Mm. Why not so much? No. No. Very like, uh, it's always, yeah, very impulsive how I ended up with four cats. I, uh, mine, mine have always been selected, mm-hmm. um, as, as a choice. You know, we are, we are seeking a pet. You know, Amber and I adopted two sibling cats and that yeah. was not impulsive. We shopped yeah. for yeah. those cats. Yeah. And I think those were the, those were the only, that was the only cat that I ever adopted through a shelter like fully vetted mm-hmm. as far as um yeah they they came neutered vaccinated and neutered yeah. and vaccinated yeah. ready to and, go yeah and we we did shop like we looked online uh for available pets in the area and then we drove like about 30 minutes i mm-hmm. guess to a little farm an adoption farm and like checked out all the little cats that they yeah. had. The and cats weren't farmed there. It wasn't like a puppy <laughs> no, 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 no. Means. It was just it a was lady, like a lady who or, or, was yeah. Yeah. Fostering, fostering a bunch of animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, my my current dog Sophie, um, even she wasn't. Even though she was a rescue, she was not an impulsive decision. Um, odd, oddly enough, my husband and I had been researching. Uh, Great Pyrenees dogs, and we had been um, we had we had done some research about the dog, and were uh, we researched that breed to you know, and we were fascinated with the specifics and the behaviors of that breed, and so we were looking for uh, we had been watching all the 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 uh, rescue sites looking for one, you know, and we kept talking about getting one kept you know oh that one's a cute one let's go look at it and then we just never did yeah but we had been talking about it for a long time and oddly enough uh i mean and we're talking like years probably that we had been looking at them um i had had a dog that passed away about 10 years earlier 13 years earlier and we just never got another dog after after that and yeah, we were kind of getting in the mood to get another dog. 
And so we started researching this particular breed, the Great Pyrenees, and um, decided that was the dog that we wanted. And we started looking at those and, but we just never acted on it, you know, and because we were traveling and we were doing things and it was like, you know, I'm not, I'm just not sure I'm ready to commit to it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we just kind of talk ourselves out of it and never do anything. But when my father, um, uh, came home with, uh, with hospice, um, this dog showed up at my parents' house and they live like 13 miles out in the middle of the country, in the middle of West Texas, there's like, there's a few houses around them, but they are very sparse. And this dog, uh, this white dog shows up and she just seems really friendly, but she is like starving. She's like skin and bones. And a lot of people dump their dogs out in the country. Um, and one of the reasons we're doing this talk about choosing that animal is to hopefully you won't make those mistakes. They, they choose the wrong animal. Um, maybe they choose a dog that doesn't get along with their other animals or that doesn't get along with their children or for whatever reason, they dump the dogs out in the country somewhere. Mm -hmm. And, and they come up to my mom's house all the time and she feeds them if they're hungry or whatever, you know, because, she just can't stand to see an animal starving. She feeds the skunks for, you know, <laughs> but, or she did when she lived there. Um, and so anyway, this dog came up and it was just hanging around for weeks and eating out of her trash. And so she started kind of feeding it. And um, we thought at first, maybe it might've belonged to one of the neighbors. And then we kind of decided that yeah, it's really skinny. I think it got dumped and I got to, you know, my, my, uh, brother-in-law and my brother played with the dog and the kids kind of went out and played with the dog, really friendly little dog. Uh, I say little, you know, she was probably 40 something pounds at that point. And I got to looking and I was like, this dog has double dew claws and she's a solid white dog. And I said, that's a Pyrenees trait. And she just seemed like a really neat dog. And so I told my husband, you know, there's this dog out here, you know, and I know we've been talking about rescuing a dog and, I think she's a Pyrenees and, um, and I showed him a picture and he was like, Oh yeah, she's really cute. And I went back home and, you know, like three weeks later, I said, if that dog's still there, you know, maybe I'll take her to the vet and see if she's okay. You know? And, uh, and if she is, would you want this dog? And he was like, yeah, sure. Okay. So I take this dog in and sure enough, she is a Pyrenees and we're, we're pretty sure she's full bred. Uh, at the time we thought she might be a mix cause she was so small, but, We've later decided she was, for one, not full grown yet, and also very, very malnourished. So she never really grew to her full sides, but she's she's probably an 80-pound dog now. And I've had her for, I don't know how many years, but it literally she was not an impulse. We had been searching for that kind of dog. She turned up on my doorstep, you know, serendipity, um, and... And she just happened to be the same breed of dog we were looking for. And, and I thought about her for three weeks while I went home, you know, and just, and then when I came back, she was still there. So I took her, but I, I don't think I've ever made an impulsive mm -hmm. animal purchase ever. So Aria, my Shih Tzu, um, I had wanted a Shih Tzu ever since your mom's friend Rhonda 
Mm -hmm. got a shih tzu because when we went to vernon to go visit she had just gotten that dog and it was a puppy and it was like short haired and so cute they are so fuzzy little fluff oh my god i have to have a shih tzu um as a dog i want a shih tzu so and then i was like looking at them online and i'm like yeah this is the perfect dog for me they're so cute you know and um when i found um one of my neighbors in my apartment complex had a shih tzu that they were giving away uh they they had offered they were like hey if you guys want a dog we have a shih tzu and i was like what you have a shih tzu and they're like yeah we're we want to give her away because we didn't bond with her and i was like yeah i'll take her (laughs) and i literally just like went up to her apartment 30 minutes later and came back down with a dog and you know Mm -hmm. i didn't have dog food i didn't have a leash i didn't have a game plan or anything but so it was impulsive but it was something i'd always wanted yeah probably for like 10 years before that so i was really excited to have her um the cats obviously like we had Mm -hmm. kind of planned the cats out um my um my dog that is jean-luc he is a jack russell terrier or parsons russell terrier um he might be mixed with something else we're not sure but he was an impulse, uh, very short impulse. <laughs> um, I was actually at a scouting event, and one of the moms was like, oh, we just got a dog, so we can't stay long. We just adopted him this morning. I want to go home. Uh, the Dallas County is doing free adoptions today and tomorrow uh, in case you want a dog. And I was like, they are? I was like, free dog? <laughs> you know, cause They're never here, free. <laughs> no, but, you know, if you even if you rescue a dog, you know, there's a fee. Um, most places will charge you. Like, for the cats that we rescued, you know, we had to pay. It was um, about $70, I yeah, believe. Yeah, something like that. And the same thing with the dogs. In some of the places here, you have to apply. And, like, they will come to your home and determine yes. if you're a worthy candidate for yes. this dog. Yeah. And so it is, like, a process. So it's really, like prevents people from impulsively adopting a pet Mm -hmm. that they're really not prepared to have right um but i was like oh no red tape i can just go get a dog and so i just like drove on up there that day (laughs) (laughs) and i was like what kind of dogs do you guys have you know and it was they were all big dogs and i was like i told myself i'm only getting a little dog and i want it to be a girl dog and I walked in, and they were all big dogs. They were all, like, pit bulls and German shepherds. And I was like, oh, man, I got my heart all set on a dog. I thought I was going to just pick up some random cute dog. And I was like, I don't really want a big dog. And then the last kennel was Jean-Luc. And I was like, a little dog. And then I was like, I want to, you know, I want to meet this dog. And they pulled him out of the kennel, and I was with him for, like, two minutes. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was very impulsive i didn't even like i mean he just was cool you know he was nice and he's a sweet little puppy yeah. yeah and he got in the car with me and he put his paws on the console in the middle and like watched me drive and he was just real chill and i was like okay i feel like this is a good good idea i was never like having buyer's remorse you know yeah oh yeah. and and even aria like took to him immediately because she was lonely yeah that was one of the reasons i had been thinking like oh it would be kind of nice for her to have another dog 
because I had moved out and my roommate used to be, you know, uh, she worked the graveyard shift, so she was asleep or at home while I was at work. So my dog was never home alone. And then I moved out and now suddenly my dog was having to be home alone and I felt bad for her. So I was thinking like, oh, it would be nice if she had a, another dog to be with in the daytime. So it's just kind of like imagining it and I could go slap you upside down. I'm sorry, down. I can't <laughs> sit still. You're just sitting here doing like, ah, this. You're going like this, talking. Ah, <laughs> Your chair swinging. <laughs> and your head's up here like this. <laughs> this is like that's talking this is, about. This is Kristen when she tried to read when she was little because that's what she would do. She'd do that. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to read when you're doing like this. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's that's my impulse dog and then my second dog or my third dog sorry um <laughs> Nunu is my grandmother's dog when my grandmother was living with my mom there was a lot of um struggle with the dog because the dog and my grandmother neither one of them were potty trained <laughs> Right. They house broke. My grandmother was not understanding the needs of the dog anymore because of her dementia. And so when she moved into the memory care facility, mom had thought that the neighbor would be a good fit for Nunu. Uh, they were wanting a small dog. And she took Nunu over there and their dog like put his mouth over her head like instantly <laughs> and my mom was like nope <laughs> not a good home and I think we had been babysitting uh the dog for like a week yeah or you something. were just babysitting you her. guys were out of town or yeah. something and so we were watching her and we had had her for the week and the dogs were getting along and she was kind of fun to have and then it was like oh now we have to take Nunu back to or baby you know her name was her baby name was then. baby then yeah mm -hmm. we have to take her back and so we drove all the way to my mom's dropped the dog off to to, the, to go meet my next door neighbor dog yeah yes. and then we went my husband and I went off it was our anniversary and so we were off having like our anniversary dinner and my mom calls me and she's like well, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take the dog back for baby a few more is dogs. not a good fit. Can she come back to your house just and for then, a little while? Yeah, and yeah. then it was like, well, can I just keep her? <laughs> because while my husband and I were having our anniversary dinner, we were talking about how we missed, we were gonna miss baby, and he had said he wished he could keep her, <laughs> and he and was not the dog person. <laughs> no, he's not the dog person. I'm the dog person, and Reina is the dog person. You know, we're like. We love our dogs, but Travis is just kind of like meh. Eh. So <laughs> Nunu is <laughs> his dog. dog. Nunu is his she dog. She is his dog. She follows him around the house, and she just wants to be in whatever room he's in. She could care less about me. She could care less. <laughs> yeah. So she was also an impulsive dog because it was just like, okay, we she have was, a new dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was supposed to go somewhere else, literally. And yeah. Yeah. They were like, can we just keep her? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I can see, you know, getting impulsive dogs and, and I've certainly had my fair share of dogs that were just mutts or a friend had puppies and we took a puppy, um, things like that. But after seeing a lot of issues with people 
impulsively getting animals and then complaining about things that are breed traits. Yes, and that's I was gonna say uh, that's and one that's, of the things about it. it it has taught me that I think I always want to research, like particularly with dogs or whatever, research the breed um, thoroughly to make sure it's a good fit for me. And one of the reasons that we selected um, the Great Pyrenees, Sophie, was because we suspected one of our previous dogs had some Pyrenees in her and we liked the traits. Um, they're good guard dogs. They're pretty quiet. They're not overly rambunctious. Um, but they're very affectionate and they're, they're really good guard dogs because they're, they're big and they're loud and they bark at people, you know, but they're also friendly with people when you introduce them. They're not, um, they're not aggressive in any way. Mm -hmm. They're just, or skittish. They're just protective. You know, they announce that they're here and, you know, keep the animals away or whatever. And, and they're pretty laid back and, so those were some of the things that we were looking mm-hmm. at in those dogs and and we liked those traits in our previous dogs so we chose that breed for those reasons for the things that we saw in her that we liked and and I have not been unhappy with her at all the the only thing that I really that that I ever really complain about is the fur. And that's because we live in such a warm climate that she's just constantly shedding. And she's very hot in the summertime here because she is a mountain dog. And, you know, if it's zero degrees outside, she's like, let me out. I want to be out there. Um, And so I hate all the fur. And then she does have a tendency to bark a lot. Um, because Pyrenees are guard dogs, so if they hear a noise, they bark, and um, mm-hmm. and so I have I've had to kind of train her to not bark so much, but um, but sometimes I just let her bark, you know, yeah. because that's that's what she yeah. likes. I think that like I I do say like Jean Luc being my impulse dog, I don't regret adopting him, but I would never adopt another jack russell terrier or parson russell terrier again um because they are very hyper dogs um and they are also uh barkers also yeah um more you think your dog barks oh i know no idea john luke has been here yes i know (laughs) he barks at everything and being (laughs) working from home it's actually really really challenging because you know trying to zoom with people or have a phone call well, and, and these are the these are the th- the kind of things that that cause people to adopt a dog and get and rid of get it get rid of their dog yeah because they because the dog barks too much and, it, and mm-hmm. that's why i say doing that research on the dog um you know is this breed of dog good with kids is this breed of dog good with other dogs right people is, also aren't willing to train their dogs either that and that is another thing that was like a problem I had with my ex-husband is that he wanted to have these dogs but he didn't want to train them or take care of them or walk them or feed them even sometimes and so I ended up having to do all of those things and I'm not really a dog person I mean I am. It's just like uh, I've been 
bitten in the face several times throughout my life. Those were badly trained dogs. By dogs. So that has kind of made me very hesitant around dogs. I have to constantly spend time with a dog for me to trust that dog. Yeah. And um, when I started dating Jason, he had a dog, a part pit bull, actually. But she is a very sweet dog, but also very hyper. Like, yeah. But she's not like a chewer like a lot of pit bulls are. And she's a very good guard dog, but she's just, you know, all over the place, jumping around all over the place. Take me outside. Do this. Do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and the only, um, and one time she did get like a pretty excited about something and like her like tooth caught in me so it wasn't exactly like biting me it hurt but you know she was she's not a vicious dog she's a very very sweet and loving dog and um she occasionally likes to chase my cats (laughs) and jason's cat but we we've been training her not to automatically think that the cats want to play chase Mm -hmm. with her yeah. And so that has, of course, been the challenge combining both of our families as far as animals are concerned. But I would say that, like, um, as far as compulsive and everything like that, um, like I said, my ex husband had a thing about bringing home animals. And that's, of course, how I ended up with so many cats. Was that, like, um, my oldest cat, Lulu was one that he came home with. Mm. And then after my mom died, my second oldest cat, Blue, my ex-husband came home with Blue to distract me from the death of my mom, I guess. And then um, when we moved out to Denton, the other my other two cats, those were, I guess, my compulsion because... My friend Catherine asked if I would help her I would help her find homes because I had found homes for my mom's cats and found homes for all the puppies that my dog had. So I guess I was pretty good at, you know, vetting and finding homes at that point and my friend Catherine had trapped some cats. She lived out in the country. And she had trapped some, like, woodsy cats. Some kittens, not, like, cats, but kittens. But she was trying to trap the cats and, you know, catch and release. Mm-hmm. And um, so she had trapped these kittens, and she could not find homes for two of them. So she asked if I could help her, like, going in, in the town of Denton and, and trying to find homes. And I was like... Well, yeah, we've got a lot of cats, but, um, you know, if this is temporary, it's fine. And, of course, <laughs> I'm like such a, I'm such a sucker <laughs> for kittens. It's not even That's funny. That's why I can't foster dogs. So, yeah, like I had I like these them. two nope. foster kittens and, you know, they just like, I fell in love with them. They slept on my neck. It was just a whole ordeal and I'm like well I guess you know two kittens they can distract each other and fight each other (laughs) instead of 
tearing up the whole place, which, you know, worked for the most part. I mean, they still tore stuff up, but it wasn't as bad because they were too busy tearing each other up, which was nice. But also, at the same time, now those two kittens are about to be three years old. Mm. Crazy. Um, they are the best cats. Like, um, my cat, Chewy is the best impulse I ever had with a cat, I want to say. Like, he is my baby, and I'm sure I've posted pictures on the blog, but I can post pictures of him but and all the other cats, but he is a Norwegian forest cat. So he's like a 19-pound cat. He's a huge wow. cat. He's he, a really fluffy, fuzzy, yeah, yeah Huge, so fluffy cat, and... You know, you could kind of tell when he was a kitten that he might be a big cat because he had big paws for a kitten. But, like, he just, like, blew up. Like, he grew to be this huge thing, you know. And, like, um, I have a queen-size bed, and he can stretch himself almost all the way across the queen-size bed if he stretches his paws out to paws out. Wow. He is that long like he is really huge and I've even taken pictures of me holding him up like he can go the length of my body and like pulling him across and stuff like that and his favorite thing to do is wrestle with Jason on the floor and they'll like roll on the floor (laughs) and he's just like the biggest thing in the world and his sister who is um she's not Siamese who's like I forgot the name of like the two tone colored cats they're not they're not not Siamese I mean uh, calico they're, she's not a calico but there's another specific word for just two colors of a cat mm. I don't know I'll have I to look know. it up but All, the only two color cat name I know of is tuxedo <laughs> well no I do I do have a tuxedo cat my cat Lulu, Siamese. is a, is a yeah. tuxedo uh, let me look this up. Real There's quick. a little tuxedo kitty that always is under my car every morning when we go mm. take Raina to school. He's so cute. Um, yeah, they are cute with that little patch of white mm-hmm. fluff right there. He's got like a little white mustache. Mustache, yeah. Sometimes. White socks. Yep. Uh-huh. What is this? This is a. Okay, she's a tortoise shell cat. Tortoise shell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't come up, I couldn't yes. find the name. I had to like Google it really quickly, but she's a tortoise shell oh, cat. Oh, yes, I saw the the you had a post about her the other a while back. I remember seeing that. But yeah, or the other um, day or something. Yeah, so his sister, she's not as big as him, but she's pretty big, bigger definitely than my other two cats. Mm-hmm. Uh Blue, he is <laughs> just like a well, he's a Siamese his mother was a Siamese but he's like brownish black color Mm. but um yeah Katniss is a tortoise shell and blue is a Siamese even though he's kind of brownish black colored and um Lulu is a tuxedo cat and Mm. yeah my Siamese and my tuxedo cat way smaller than those other two kittens they're (laughs) they're all huge and then Jason also, Jason has like a black cat named Jupiter that uh, is kind of like Kristen, your cat, Davey, like very much like that same build. Mm-hmm. Kind of slinky. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, Jason's cat, it was an impulse because he rescued Jupiter from a tree. And then Jupiter followed him home. And so he was just like, well, I guess you're my cat now. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Daisy, he adopted the dog Daisy because uh, a friend of his had passed away and Daisy was her dog. And they were going to take her to the pound and he just couldn't allow that to happen. So, Yeah. yeah. So, um, we got, we've covered how we acquired our, our dogs and cats. <laughs> yeah. And how impulsive and, we are. Right. Or, or not. Have mm-hmm. you ever had another animal other than a dog or a cat that was impulsive? Oh, every time I'd go to the store and buy a fish, <laughs> like, yeah, I, there was a, a while fish. there where, like, every time, cause I had like a succession of beta fishes since high school and it was like um, my mom got me that first beta fish, and then he lived for a few years longer than most fishes live. And then the next fish I got was another impulse <laughs> of, hey, here's some fish at Walmart. I'm going to get some fish. Mm. So, oh, yeah. I remember back when they used to have fish tanks at Walmart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now, I, to this day, it's been a few years since I've had a beta fish. To this day, I'll go into like PetSmart and I'll side eye the betta fish, and I'm like, I miss my Captain <laughs> Crackers, which was the last betta fish that I had. But yeah, the only problem is is that fish are a pain in the butt, and I and they don't live very long. Yeah, they don't live very long. They're cheap though, and I have a tank. It's just so I had some fancy guppies for a while. Oh, guppies, and yes, yeah. the fancy tail guppies. Yeah, they're like. I don't know. They have the the really, they're like orange, and they have really pretty orange tails. Oh. They're really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it came about, but when we were in college, we went to the mall, and oh, the hermit crabs. We got hermit crabs. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know a darn thing about hermit crabs. I'd never even heard of one or seen one before. But they're so cute in their little and shells. I saw it and I was like, I want that. <laughs> and I got and a hermit crab. I did, oh. and I, I yeah, I, he was in my dorm, and then he came home with me for school break, and uh, and then we went. Um, we went on vacation. I had, I had that hermit crab for a long time, just one, and then we went on vacation, and we were like, let's get more hermit crabs. And no, we bought, not we. Well, <laughs> me, myself, and I. Yeah. <laughs> Decided I to got, get another hermit crab. Yeah, yeah, I got like three more hermit oh, did crabs. You? And then they like ate each other. And that was the most oh, depressing no. thing in the world. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. Like I didn't yeah. know that they And they, they ate her other hermit crab, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. that was really You sad. were always like picking stuff up in college. Because remember Sammy the Salamander? Yes. That you rescued, quote unquote, from yes. our uh front porch yeah oh and then spidey the spider yes oh, gosh. he had a pet spider i think i brought him from dallas back to Ew. When he was in my room here and i put him in a jar and took him back home with me and then you and tried to feed him a dead fly and he was all yeah, like he no i want, want a live fly. fly yeah they want the blood yeah and and yeah there was a salamander like you know a real real salamander not just some rando lizard it was a real actual salamander because i was actually in zoology and um i 
saw the salamander and I was like, whoa, cool salamander. I have an empty hermit crab cage I can put him in. <laughs> so I scooped him up and then I took him to class and, and my professor was like, yeah, that's a real salamander you got there. And he was like, you should keep him uh, because it was getting close to winter and um, they like burrow in the mud during uh-huh. winter time in the lakes and and he was like he's kind of far away from the pond uh he he probably won't survive if you just set him back out in the yard yeah and so i was like cool i kept him and then we let him go yeah i think yeah we took him out and to the lake sent him or to the lake or, something. or, I, don't or something I don't remember saying goodbye to sammy but he ate ham lunch meat <laughs> oh god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gave him a heart attack <laughs> right oh yeah oh my gosh so he was definitely impulsive because I was just like saw an animal on the ground and was like, mine, <laughs> which is bad. Um, well, when I was a kid, we used to capture when they were still around and we didn't keep them very long because we always had to turn them loose. But um, the, the horned frogs, the, mm-hmm. the Texas mm-hmm. horned lizard. It's like illegal, isn't it? Well, yeah, because they're mm-hmm. an endangered species now, but they weren't then. Um, but the, yeah, we would capture those and feed them red ants and <laughs> keep them in a shoebox yeah <laughs> yeah one of my friends growing up had one of those and she lost him Aww. in her front yard he like got out of her hand and ran away I yeah like, i would too that's yeah. sad <laughs> yeah. but yeah we had um i had a lot of di- well i don't say i had a lot of different pets we mostly had dogs my mom had a cat um I, uh, we had a, a hamster until said cat figured out how to get into the hamster cage and killed my beloved hamster. Um, so I had a, a hard feelings about cats for a long time well, after that's that. That's really tough because I had is. hamsters also. Right. And, um. And that was a good hamster too because she was, she didn't bite. She was very friendly and you could just hold her and pet her and, mm-hmm. and we can take her out of the hamster. cage and stuff. But I've always wanted yeah, she was one of she was like one of those teddy bear hamsters. Oh, she was yeah, really they're fluffy. they're very cute. Like um, I don't know, Kristen, you know me. Like uh, we always had <laughs> animals mm-hmm. growing up. Like my mom and I, we had a show rabbit business, mm. and we had a barn in our backyard. So we had like a hundred rabbits or whatever. And then I had a rabbit that lived inside the house that my cousin gave me. And then um, we would go to a rabbit show. We'd uh, pack the van up full of rabbits. We'd go to the rabbit show. And we'd enter these raffles because my mom and I compulsively entered raffles. But they'd always have a raffle, you know, to make money for the rabbit show. So, you know, we'd buy a few tickets. And we'd always end up winning random stuff. And one time we went and I won a couple of hamsters. Mm. There was like a Chinese albino hamster and then like one of those teddy bear hamsters. And they were a boy and girl. I named them Fred and Ginger. And uh, Fred and Ginger had babies. And they were like the sweetest, cutest little babies. Oh, my God. Oh, God, a little naked skin. Yeah, they were so (laughs) cute. And the baby, one of the babies loved me, like would sleep on me. And it was so cute. And then we had this uh, cat. She was more like my mom's cat, Baby Blue. And she was a fuzzy cat. We had this cat. And, uh, well, we had a few cats. But I uh, shut the door to my bedroom every day. 
because I didn't want the cats to get the hamsters. Mm-hmm. And she, I guess she slipped in, and I didn't realize she was hiding in my room. And so I went to school and came home, and my hamster cage was, like, all over the floor. <gasps> and she ate my babies. Oh. All I found were babies baby parts all over the floor the mom oh, and the oh that's traumatizing i know the mom and the dad hid and i found them but mm-hmm. the babies couldn't hide fast enough and she right. ate the babies and there were yeah just little parts everywhere it was very traumatizing and we buried them and stuff like that and um the my other two hamsters the mom and the dad they never got over it like uh the mom eventually like castrated the dad and killed him and then she just starved herself to death because her babies were wow you know, yeah i know it was like the craziest thing but see that's one of those things you know like the you know the topic of the episode is yeah. is choosing a pet yeah and and obviously that's choose keeping in mind you know your animals, other pets your other yeah. pets before you choose them. I know. Because and if I cats was, are naturally predators and they want, yeah. like, yes. and and that was, hamsters that was, are mice-like. That was you what know. happened with this. I, you know, it's my mom just impulsively brought this cat home mm-hmm. and, without thinking that we had a hamster. You know, we had dogs, and the dogs got along with the cat okay because the cat was a kitten. Mm-hmm. But the kitten was a predator, and... It wanted the hamster, you know, and it, it would also try to, we also had fish at that time and it would try to get into the fish tank, but we could mm-hmm. wait the fish tank lid yeah. um, to keep her out of it. But she got into that hamster cage and, you know, that was very short sighted, you know, to, to right. realize that you, you can't have those kind of animals together. No, yeah. it's, it's, and same thing with the, you know, hermit crabs, like to this day, I think, you know, I should have never got they're, those other, they're called hermit crabs. Right. For a I should have yeah. never yeah. got yeah. the other hermit crabs. Cause the other one would have been just fine. He was not lonely, you yeah. know, and you know, I, I, you know, put his life at risk. Or by... you could have them in separate cages. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yeah. there are certain types of dogs that you can't really have hamsters or rabbits or anything yes. like that with yes. too. Like, well, especially I know Jean-Luc you want I know. Be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. John. That's what I was thinking. Like probably John baby Luke too, be because like a... York, she's a Yorkie Dachshund mix. And yeah. They Nunu. seek and destroy. Yeah. yeah. They and seek and destroy. Yeah. Like one of the dogs, of course, that my ex-husband brought home was a uh, bird dog and she's a hunter a pointer you know so she would um, go in our backyard and chase down the rabbits and then jump in the air and snatch the birds and stuff John like Luke that did that oh my gosh okay so this is when i realized you can't have other animals around john luke there was a bird that flew and like hit my window and crashed and it was injured and I was like oh my gosh the poor bird you know and I picked it up and it was kind of like dazed and and then the bird was like okay I'm good I'm ready I could tell it was like ready to fly and I'm standing out in the middle of the backyard and I'm like okay bird and I lift it up to put it up in the air and my dog went Hum! oh and yeah. <laughs> the bird did not make it and, yeah. and that's where, if the bird hits the door, you should just leave the bird. I know, I should have just left it there. I'm it like, I need to stop interfering the, with the, the birds, lives of The animals. birds will recover their senses, and they will fly yeah. away on their own, or they won't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
And uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I've I've always wanted to have uh, chickens to have eggs. And you I've could, always you wanted a hamster. You chickens with those, those animals. Not have, not, not can't have a, a, a bird in You the can't house have either. a predatory dog with the... Because of John Luke. Yeah. See, like, I don't now, think we Calypso. can have chickens with ba- with Daisy either. Yeah. As Calypso. Or Calypso. That's my other, my old dog. Um, Sophie, I could have, probably have chickens with because she is a guard dog for flocks. And so they are, you know, they're bred to... Usually they're raised with the flocks. I don't know how she would react specifically, but um, but usually they are they are raised to be pr- protectors of those flocks. Now, what she's not good with is other dogs. the The Great Pyrenees are um, intolerant of certain other dog breeds, and so some dogs breeds she's probably okay with. But they are bred to be to be territorial against wolves and other mm-hmm. dogs and other animals that that might uh, try to harm the herd. So, um, you know, she's good with other animals probably, but not so much with the dogs. Yeah, one of the other things that I probably um, would have liked to have been more thoughtful on is allergies. Yes. Um, in two different cases where I had adopted an animal. So the f- most recent one, obviously, is John Luke. Everything always points to John Luke. I love that dog. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but. Nunu um, has some allergies as well. Well, and I'm talking about humans being allergic to the. Oh, being allergic the, to the dogs. Yes. To the dogs. Um, you know, he yeah. is a wire coat. Yeah, and, and I'm allergic sheds. to those. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with Aria, she has just this baby fine, like, spider web fine hair. I don't even never like notice like I, I don't look like she I has have hair. A dog. It's like human hair. Yeah, yeah. and she doesn't. And there shed. are some dog dog right. breeds that are that way. And so she's hypoallergenic, and I never had problems with dog hair until I got John Luke, and then suddenly everything is covered in dog hair. Everywhere in the house is covered in dog hair, mm-hmm. and so I look back at that and I'm like, okay, next time I ever get a dog, I'm not getting a wire hair dog or that type of coat of right. fur. This I'll is the same with. with cats you know yeah as well wiry cats like uh my tortoise katniss she's got that wiry coat that i'm allergic to so you know i mm-hmm. sleep with sometimes long sleeves now just you know so i don't get itchy yeah my other time where i didn't think enough or plan ahead or make a good decision was when i first adopted a cat and that is because it was purely, uh, ooh, I want an animal. Oh, Amber likes cats. I'll get a cat too. You know, I didn't think about other people and how they would be impacted. My dad's deathly allergic to cats, but it never, like, crossed my mind. Like, oh, if I get a cat, then my dad can't come over to yeah. my house. Yeah. You know, I just, I was young. I was, like, 21, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. you know when we got those cats and that just didn't ever cross my mind and then it was like well dang now my dad can't come over and I've got this cat you know <laughs> so that made it really challenging um for a really long time while I had the cats yeah yeah and that's you know that's 
a lot of people don't think, or they may not even know that they're allergic to those yeah, animals. And that's where yeah. they get one. That's yeah. where spending some time with some different animals, you know, at a rescue or whatever, you know, checking right. those things out yeah, as well. Yeah, we never knew Raina was allergic to dogs until she moved in and mm-hmm. her allergies got worse. And it was like, well, you know, <laughs> there's you know, a lot of dog hair everywhere. And she's always squeezing and cuddling on the dogs. the dogs. She loves the dogs. So that's another element of, you know, obviously I'm, we're not going to get rid of the dogs because she loves them and I love them. And it's tough. You yeah. Know, it's just one of those things, you know, that you have to deal with allergy right. pills and that's, you know, and get allergy shots. And, and there, you know, like, like I said, we went, you know, 10 or more years without a dog. Um, for various reasons and and part of it was because our busy schedule um didn't allow for us to have a dog i mean we we thought about that you know that Mm -hmm. that we don't have time for a dog we're gone a lot it wouldn't get the attention that it needs and and people don't realize you can't just get a dog and stick it outside it's they need attention they need to be walked they need to play they need to interact with humans um, a lot and because they think you're part of their pack and so uh, and even cats uh, a lot of people think that cats are don't need people but cats actually get lonely too they get well, lonely they get and feral. they get bored and they get feral and um, so it's it's important to think about your schedule and how much time you can dedicate to any kind of animal and mm-hmm. that it that includes other kinds of animals too like um a lot of people think oh, it would be cool to have a ferret or something like that but there's a lot of other considerations to Ferrets having those animals <laughs> well they they do have a they do have a smell and they have to be fixed or you have to breed them one or the other um, you can't just allow them to be not neutered, spayed or neutered, yeah. and not um, breed because they actually get some, um, I, I can't remember what it is, but it's something that, that causes their um, their organs to make them very, very sick if they don't breed. Huh. So, um, and there's a lot of animals that can do that as well, dogs as well. If you have... Um, unspayed females that continue to be unspayed and don't breed they can develop the these um these disorders in their uterus or whatever that that cause them to be very 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 sick so that's something to think about if you're not going to breed this dog and really unless you are breeding show dogs um and you're breeding for quality you you should not be breeding your dogs so they should be spayed and neutered because there is no reason to breed them. And you want to do what is best for their health, and that is to have them spayed or neutered. And and that goes for all animals, any kind. Um, if you're going even so much as getting guppies, you know, uh, I talked about my little fancy-tailed guppies. Well, guess what? Fancy-tailed guppies breed like crazy so you've got to be prepared to either keep the males and females separated so they don't breed or you're going to have to be deciding what to do with all these extra fish that you have (laughs) Um, because they breed a lot like rabbits and 
you know, <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about with rabbits too, because they do, they breed a lot. It, well, we specifically bred them. <laughs> yes. But, um, but they, you know, the, the thing is, is that people don't think those things and, you know, think those things through yeah. and pretty soon you have a lot more fish than you thought you were going to have or whatever. And, um, or if you travel, you know, uh, taking into consideration, what are you going to do with these animals when you travel? Because you can't take your fish or your bird or your ferret with you. Sometimes you can take <laughs> your dogs with you, but not always. And um, and you can't necessarily just leave them at home, you know, either. So Yeah, it's tough. Like when I had a beta fish, I couldn't, uh, you know, when I go home for Thanksgiving or whatever, I couldn't leave him mm-hmm. by himself. Mm-hmm. With my cats, like yeah. cats are very self-sufficient and I could go for two days and put out enough food and litter box and stuff like that. They're very self-sufficient. But as far as like my betta fish, I would have to scoop up Captain Crackers, put him in his little travel container mm-hmm. and then stick him in my uh, cup holder and take him home. <laughs> and he got to go for a ride. <laughs> yes, he was a traveling fish. That's probably why he didn't live very long, only like six months. <laughs> yeah. Well, fish don't live very long anyway, so. <laughs> I know that. I don't uh, know what their lifespan is, but it's not very long. My very first beta, yeah, he lived like three years, and oh, that's wow. like a really long time for a beta fish. He even developed like a tumor. Oh, wow. And so, like, but he lived out his life like he was a long-winded fish. And the next, not the next one, but the one after, he lived like two and a half years. His name was Jake the Snake. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, Captain Crackers, Jake the Snake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I had one name. I had one named Fabio. (laughs) And then I had a beta named Benjamin Buford Blue. Wow. Yeah, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Did he like shrimp? He did. Shrimp. He, he, he likes shrimp, shrimp. burgers. <laughs> wow. Oh, fun. So if there was one animal that you could have without consequences or... What do you mean without consequences? You know, like if someone said, you know, if you had a bajillion dollars and no consequences, what would you buy? If you had any choice in animal as a pet, Mm. whatever, what would you get? That's tough. That is hard. Probably an owl. Interesting. An owl. I know. I know. I have a thing about birds, but I do love owls. Well, it's funny because I would love to have a parrot. You know, I, that's that the was the first thing that came to my mind. There's a lot of consequences with the parrot. There but, are. They're very long-lived, and um, in fact, sometimes they outlive their owners. Oftentimes, um, yeah. yeah. And, um, but mm. but parrots are very fun, very Man. fun to have. And Sorry, keep going. Well, oh, I was, I was just like, I was just like thinking like, oh, I answered wrong. I'd, I'd no, you can go sloth. back. You can go back. Ooh, yeah. I'd, I'd rather, yeah. like, uh, I, I mean, I, I said that was also, the first. I would rather have a sloth, yeah. Oh, a sloth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, she said the parrot, and I was actually thinking the parrot, and then I thought ferret. Yeah. Maybe a ferret, um, because we actually had the opportunity to rescue a ferret for uh, um, once upon a time. And that's a story for another podcast, but, um, 
but the ferret was a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's um, my number two on the list. That, that I don't know that they would all be that same personality though. That's my fear. And a lot and of them are though. Yeah, my cousin right, but had this ferrets. Is no consequence. Like, uh, no this consequence. Is right. The the dream so, ferret. So the the he doesn't stink. The hamster also, <laughs> oh God, or a, or a bunny rabbit. Those mm-hmm. would be. My son always wanted a bunny rabbit. A, oh, a house bunny. So you know, did your daughter? Like I had. Yeah. I had a house bunny. But I was His afraid was they Thumper. would chew on things or that the dog would eat them. So you know. Um, so those would be because they're cuddly and they're cute. Well, and they're- my dog growing up was scared of Thumper. <laughs> like Thumper was little, like a mini lop. And mm. he, the we had a cat named Sandy and a dog named Shelby. I love the lop ears. And um, so Thumper, when we let him out of his cage, he would chase the dog and the cat. And they were both deathly scared of him. Is that the one that your grandma used to call <laughs> Gucci? Gucci, yeah. Yeah. What is the what is the critter from the, the Monty Python the killer attack. It's albino bunny. Yeah, yeah. the albino bunny. <laughs> but truly, like, rabbits can be vicious. Like, yeah. they can they kick can. another animal and break their ribs. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that Thumper would do that, but the other. And, and their teeth can Yeah, bite, they like can the bite Dickens. through. Yeah, like, try to find like a... really bad. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, we would let Thumper out when we had Shelby in the house. And it was just so funny. Because, like, um, Shelby was scared. Well, she was best friends with our cat. But she was also, like, she would run if the cat would chase her. And mm. so, like, the cat was scared of Thumper. So it would just be funny to watch when they were both in the house. Because Thumper would chase the cat. And he just thought this was the funniest thing ever. That they would both run from him. <laughs> and because they ran from him, he'd just go faster and start hopping and chasing and chasing and chasing. And it was just the funniest thing in the world because he would chase the cat, the cat would chase the dog, and they would like run like there was it was just like kind of a circle like through the hallway and through the dining room and through the the den and stuff like that. And they'd just go in this circle all around like the whole time. And Thumper just thought it was the fun, the funnest thing in the world to chase the two big animals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love animals. I do. I and and you know, and honestly probably the other thing that I would want maybe is another dog. Mm-hmm. Because Sophie is very definitely Mark's dog and and she is not cuddly with me at all and I like cuddle dogs. And ever since Kristen got Aria, I have loved and and have thought about getting a Shih Tzu. Um because she's just so soft and cuddly and sweet. Mm-hmm. And and then my husband keeps saying, no, a Maltese, a Maltese, a Maltese. So then I started looking at the Maltese dogs and mm-hmm. thinking, oh, because they have that same hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're actually very smart, too. So I keep thinking about, yeah, a little cuddly lap dog would be nice. I think, like, mm-hmm. if I could, well, I've always wanted this kind of dog ever since a friend of mine that, had one in high school i always wanted a corgi dog oh the corgis are awesome mm-hmm. they're so cute and my cousin breeds them and but it's just never been the right time mm-hmm. to get a corgi from her and now we have so many pets yeah <laughs> and and they do have that type of fur that you don't like yeah mm. they do and true and my sister's i just love corgi their personalities had, had allergies and because of her allergies, she had skin conditions, and she stank. 
Yeah. But she was cute. And they are fun. They are very cute. And very smart. And very smart, yes. They're very royal, the queen's corgis. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, any other bits of advice for someone, um, you know, cautionary tale or... I, th- I think the biggest thing is to really, really research yeah. what you're what you're looking for and make sure it's a good fit with everyone in your family. Um, and don't get a snake and then be like, no, I don't want a snake and then flush it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or alligators like all the like Crazy people, people flushing the mini alligators and then them getting big and coming out of our sewer system. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Um, yeah, I don't get illegal exotic animals. Yes, absolutely. Do not get exotic animals. Do not buy from puppy mills. Don't be a tiger um, king. If yes. you're, if you're going to get a dog, adopt either rescue. adopt something, adopt a rescue or, or buy Vet a dog, a true breeder, a true breeder, go out to the breeder, Full meet bread. the breeder, view where the dogs are being bred, um, a reputable breeder will will breed um, for health of the dogs, and will not be just breeding puppy after puppy after puppy after puppy. And they're very selective, also who they will sell to. And consider the types of um, mixed breeds, um, you know, and think about the consequences of the type of breeds that they mixed together yes because you know, oh, sometimes for sure. it could have good. some undesirable um traits mm-hmm. that yeah because they can't control when they're breeding a a yorkie and a dachshund to get a dorky or a, mm-hmm. a labrador and a poodle to get a, a labradoodle they can't control what breed traits are going to show up so just because it's a lab this labradoodle is not going to be equal to that labradoodle if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense yes Mm -hmm. so um so you have to know it has to be a reputable breeder and um yeah 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 or if you just rescue from your local shelter know that there's a lot of patience needed for those dogs Yes, and cats. And, yeah, and yeah, be aware of, because usually they can identify at least some of the breeds that they think they are um, mixed with or whatever, and, and keep in mind the traits of those breeds. Because mm-hmm. like Kristen had the, the terrier, um, terriers are going to be energetic, active dogs. They're going to need a lot of attention, a lot of activity. They're going to um, be aggressive towards small smaller animals, um, hunter types. And so you, you'll want to know that some dogs dig, some dogs Mm -hmm. don't. So know what breeds dig and what breeds don't. Um, keep in mind like, uh, the health, like, um, that type of breed, what kind of health that that animal is going to have. Because, um, I had a, well, a Norwegian forest cat is very similar to a Maine Coon, but they're also different. They're both very big. And I did have a Maine Coon cat, and Maine Coon cats are not really known for their health. They don't live very long. They normally die of heart problems, and I wasn't aware of that uh, mm-hmm. to get him checked out regularly. And now I'm 
ultra cautious with Chewy because he's also a bigger breed that right. I must, you know, foot the bill for the vet to get them right. checked out regularly. Right. And, and you know, uh, some dog breeds have specific problems like dachshunds tend to have back issues because mm-hmm. their back is elongated. Mm-hmm. And some of the bigger dogs have uh, hip dysplasia because because they're so big and they're carrying so much mm-hmm. weight. And, and um, then certain dogs have skin special care needs like for their pugs. skin yes and uh breathe for their sign there any of the smushy dogs smushy face dogs mm-hmm. have um breathing and nose issues some of them have eye eye issues and things mm-hmm. like that so and like certain dogs like white like purely white dogs you might want to take extra care with cleaning their faces and stuff right like because more they than you would other type of dogs yes because they get staining um, yeah, yeah white animals also because i had an albino cat and then my, i have my tuxedo cat they're like very like uh prone to hairballs because they want their fur to be white yeah, and then they go and, groom and groom. roll yeah. in something and get all gross and then they lick and lick and lick and lick. A, a lot of dog. My dog grooms herself like that as well. Yeah, a lot. like they want to be white, yes. and then you know they want to be their color, and then of course it's like um, my cat Jojo that we had growing up. He was, yeah, like a, we had to feed him like a pineapple mixture to get the hairballs to come out because mm. he licked himself so much. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Pineapple dissolves the hair. Huh. We also had to give him special medicine for his hairballs every day, which mm. he did not like. Yeah. So, so like I say, research. Uh, the AKC website has a lot of great information about dogs. I'm sure there's similar information about cat breeds and mm-hmm. other animals. Um, just do a little bit of research, um, you know, before you decide what kind of pet you want and, um, and go and take it from there and, um, adopt wisely. They're a part of your family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our little babies. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we talking about next week? We are talking about memory keeping and, um, and some different ways that you can, um, document the memories in your family we've talked about this several different times in a lot of in some different ways Mm -hmm. um uh including with the genealogy episode and some different things like that so we're just going to talk in general uh, about some different ways to do memory keeping and um and you'll probably hear lots of stuff that we've talked about before (laughs) but um maybe some new stuff too so Probably lots of new stuff. Probably too. lots of new stuff. We, we always find take new a deeper stuff. dive. Yeah, yeah. So um, hopefully you'll join us next week for that. Yeah, looking forward to that. And um, we do want to uh, give special thanks to Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our gear and music. And of course, special thanks to our listeners for coming back week after week and experiencing the conversation with us um we do really appreciate your feedback um whenever you guys give us a little poke or comment we do really appreciate that so keep sending those our way and of course if you want to continue the conversation be sure to head over to our facebook 
uh, MMC chat. You can also check out our blogs on modernmusings.net. If you are just listening to the podcast, you're only getting part of the story. So make sure that you head over um, and check on our blogs. We usually have related content and sometimes off-the-wall content. So uh, you want to make sure you check it out frequently. There's usually posts on Monday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, so you're missing out if you're not checking those out. So uh, just a reminder, it's National Adopt-A-Pet Day on Sunday. So if you haven't already been planning a pet, you might skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> don't be impulsive and <laughs> get your random dog but uh, but if you've been thinking about it do a little research uh-huh. and then go yeah yeah and celebrate that day and uh we will catch you guys next week bye bye, bye.